Episode of Verbalize. I am 420 with my boy Jay. What's going on, bro? Hey, how everybody doing? Yeah, buddy. So this episode is about the third series of the uh, th- third part of uh, Survival. And this is the Black Woman is the key. Uh, meaning she is the key to our our Black Survival. Uh, so first off, we're gonna hit with our top stories. Uh, First one, Pippin. Brianna Taylor family got twelve million for her death, for her wrongly death. Everybody's saying that's that's nowhere near enough. Right. Nowhere near put, enough. You can't put no money on anybody's life. Right. I mean, you come know. on. I mean, okay. She could be a billionaire. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Should have gave the family a million dollars. Shit. Very, I mean, come on. You can't you know? put money on nobody. I mean, it's, it's so much wrong there, you know. She was still in the bed asleep, you know. They had the wrong address, you know. No not warrant. No not warrant. I mean, you just kicked in their door while they relaxing, sleeping, whatever, you know, and just start firing, you know. And then the officer, what, got, the one officer got charged for wanton endangerment, which basically was a straight bully going to the neighbor house. And that's what he's being charged for, not manslaughter or murder, which is BS. And, and that part, it has something to do with her, but not really. You know, it ain't got nothing to do with her. Yeah, that's well, I'm saying he got charged about uh, a bully, a straight bully going in her neighbor house. Right, but I'm saying it has something to do with her in the sense of the bullet was meant for her type shit. You know what I'm saying? It, they were trying to shoot at her, you know, or whoever else in the house, Crazy. and and it went that way <clears throat> so man that's 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 it crazy bro um we little stuff like this shows we will never be equal or or get justice or be treated fairly never no matter what the situation is it it, it keeps presenting itself every time that we are not going to you know be treated fairly it keeps showing that so, COVID-19, you know, uh, they say the numbers keep jumping up. They said this past week, you know, no, no, not past week, just in one day, they said seven states jumped up 60%. Seven states. I mean. I ain't heard about that. Yeah. In one day, seven states each individually jumped up 60% as far as cases. Man, I just can't see it. <laughs> I mean, like I said, they they trying to drag it along. I feel like as long as they can, especially you know towards election time. Oh yeah. So uh, speaking of election time, 
uh, Trump, you know, he made the statement saying that if he does not win this election, it will not be a peaceful transition of power. What the hell does that mean? Right. I mean, both sides talk a lot of crap. Oh. Democrats and Republicans. I mean, I'm saying, Democrats okay. Democrats saying that if he wins, they're going to contest it. Yeah, you know. Okay, that's that's understandable, you know. But it's not gonna be a peaceful transition. What does that mean? That's like a threat to me. That <laughs> sounds like he building himself a little mini army that don't nobody know about. And if he don't win, he, he going against the U.S. type shit. You know, Democrats it's like you making a threat. Democrats are saying the same thing. If he if he get revoted, they was going to you know. Get them on out office anyway, so I don't know. It's like both sides. Damn, talking. what does that mean? They, I guess they at war each other. You know, both sides talking smack, crazy stuff. You know, they keep mentioning about World War Three. You know, it's like damn near at hand type shit. Right. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, but you know that whole World War Three stuff can yeah, happen. You know, we got a lot of tension with China. And China got tension with India and um, and Japan. Ain't Russia involved, dude? You know, of course, Russia and China supposed to be cool, but yeah, you don't, you know, so it's a lot of economic propaganda warfare going on right now. Man. Yeah, but. Then then our own government fighting each other, too, now, so. And you know what? That may lead to a, a, a civil war, too. Yeah, I mean, you know it seems like, seem like the inside the government is two sides and they fighting, so. I mean, it's like, okay, is, do Democrats and or Republicans have any control over the U.S. military? Like, is one control over the other one? I'm not supposed to, but I mean. So they have no say-so about the military, in, as far as that goes? I mean. Right, yeah. You know, they <laughs> right. General, it's America. They can have a general in the pocket, or certain troops in their pocket, or certain organizations. You know, FBI, CIA. So, mm-hmm. You know, because something I found out, and I, I didn't know this, and I'm sure I'm, I don't know if anybody did. Uh, well, I'm, I know people did, you know, but but it's not a popular thing. Right. That when we had the Civil War, it was two presidents. Yeah, the South had their yeah, own, president, own president, and, and yeah. the North had who was the president? What Abraham Lincoln yeah. at that time? Yeah, okay, he was the president for the yeah. North, and the South had their own president. Yeah. but they don't ever talk about him. Right, I found this out, you know, just doing my right. normal research on stuff, you know. I'm like, I forgot his name, you know. It, it, yeah, it, I know. I I've know never heard it before. I think yeah. his name was like Jonathan. His first name was Jonathan something. I I really forgot really. Right. But yeah, they it was two, two presidents, presidents in the U.S. when yeah. they were split. We, yeah, that surprising. that's crazy. So if that happened like that before, I was gonna happen again. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. It, it may not be like a North and South thing. But it, you know, even then, because the South was majority at that time was Democratic. You know. Yeah. So that's the thing. Why why do um so many black people quick to claim being a Democrat when they was the first ones racist. Right. And then a lot of people don't know after slavery, a lot of blacks was actually Republicans. I, I did slavery. see that. Well, we had read black that. congressmen that were mm-hmm. Republicans. Mm-hmm. Most black people was Republicans. And then they did Oakville get 
you know, uh, switch the Democratic Party being for black people. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, Jedi mind trick. Gotta yeah. watch out for it. Yeah, so, definitely gotta watch out for you it. Know, for uh, people that's listening to, you know, just because you're black, don't you don't have to be a Democrat. You know, I'm I'm just a person. You know, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I right, just, neither am I. I ain't know, even. I follow the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Whoever is the best candidate that's going, you know, be for your constitutional rights. That's who I'm for. Uh, I ain't for none of them. I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm I trying mean, to get involved at all. You yeah, know. I feel you. I haven't been voting for many years. Yeah, um, I don't get into the voting thing either. You know, I, I think I've talked about that before, yeah. for us. You know, that I, I don't believe our vote counts. I don't believe it, today's have anybody vote counts. But I don't think black people's votes have ever counted. You know, um, especially with, the, with the, like presidential elections. Right. Local stuff is a little different. You yeah, know, local, local is pretty... Much whoever gets the most votes. Yeah, it's, it's a smaller party type of deal. You know, with the whole electrical college, so it's we went over about that whole thing. Right. You know, to, to me, it's, it's just all a setup. Right. You know, it's 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 a it's a cover. You know, to make you feel like you're doing something. Right. You know, to make you be like, oh well, I voted and it happened. So yes, my my voice was heard. No, you just happen to agree with what they about to do anyway. And you just don't know it, you know. Um, before we get into our weekly questions, I just want to give a quick thought to black people. Um, one one issue that that uh, popped in my head. Uh, I've always thought about it, but uh, I put deep thought into it, trying to understand, and I I, I don't get it. Why is it that? As, as, as a black community, us black brothers are killing each other, you know, off of any type of situation, whether it's over money, whether it's over another female, whether it's over words that, you know, he say, she say, you know, why are we quick to pull out a gun and shoot at each other? Okay, you got one brother over here, he'll pull out a gun to shoot at another brother. Then he pull out a gun, he shoots back. You know, so you got these two shooting at each other. You know, then, then you got even even gangs, you know, shooting at each other. Why is that so quick to take place? But yet and still, you watch these white officers that kills black people on t- national television for fun. This is not, oh, well, they felt threatened for their life. Is there any possible way that that officer who killed George Floyd felt threatened for his life when he was kneeling on his neck while he was in handcuffs? This is a grown man over the age of 40 while he was laying there trying to live called for his mama. That is a mental thing. He had nothing left. And they are sitting here and killing us for fun. Then they sit here and make posts on YouTube on a gravesite of a of a black male that they killed, reenacting what they did. It is for fun for them. So why is it when they trying to when they are killing us, instead of us fighting back to them, we fight back to ourselves over unnecessary bullshit. But we can't sit here and fight back to who is really killing us for fun. It's a sport for them. <clears throat> 
The government does nothing about it. And, and it still happens and it's on national TV. That's the issue. National TV keeps playing. It keeps talking about it. Throwing it in black people's face. Like, knowing ain't nothing's going to happen. So when they doing stuff to us, why are we not doing something back to them to help protect ourselves? But no, we helping them kill, kill ourselves by killing each other over random stupid topics. We need to get out of that. We need to be more intelligent about how we are going through life as a black community. We have to go and stop the real enemy from killing us. I'm not promoting saying go kill cops. No, not at all. But we need to protect ourselves. Stop killing each other and protect ourselves. First and foremost. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back for our weekly questions. Alright, we're back with our weekly questions. Uh, first weekly question is, can a black woman survive without a black man? Mm. Me personally, I think, yeah. You know, black woman is the strongest shit. I mean, black woman is strong. Right. You know, um, if, if, if you look at some of the history, and in, in like in the history books that do show, you know, black African tribes and stuff like that, some of the wars be women. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and some of them be be more, right. you know, badass than, than the men. Like, right. you know what right. I'm saying? They Prime example, like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. His general was a woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, he had the whole little, you know, little, little elite. Uh, yeah. Little yeah, his elite team, team was all women. All women. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm firmly 100% sure a black woman can survive without a black man. Right. You know, whether it's in today's times or... After America Falls. Right. You know, because that time has come. Whether it be a, a within thing or it be a, 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 a war with another country. You know, yeah. America is going to fall. Every superpower falls. Oh, you yeah. know, so it's just a matter of time. And with how crazy things is going, you know, America got issues in every part of its, of, of, of its areas. Right. East Coast, you know, coronavirus is, is crazy. You know, on... Plague, I should say, plague virus, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Something that everybody's supposed to be catching and dying from right. is, is heavy on the East Coast. The West Coast is on fire, you know what I'm saying? The South is always hit by major hurricanes. hurricanes. You know, I mean, heavy hurricanes. And it's always down there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's on the southern um, East Coast shore, you know what I'm saying? But mostly it's always down there, right where Texas and and Alabama and Louisiana, all them down in there. Florida, you know, it's always down there. So it's like America got a lot of issues right now. Right now, Central North, you don't really hear nothing about Central North. But however, that's where Yellowstone is, <laughs> you know. So I guess nothing's happened there because when something do happen, it's over for everybody. Oh yeah, the whole world gonna. Be oh yeah, everybody gonna feel that, you know. And 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 they say that the ashes from that gonna be in the in the sky for seven yeah, years it's minimum. Block sunlight. Yeah, so crops ain't gonna grow. Yeah. We ain't gonna get no rain. If it is rain, it's gonna be toxic. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, get them bunkers underground. People be getting. You know, if you can't get that, find a, a contractor, get your permit or whatever, get a bunker built under your house. You know, whatever, because if, if, if that nuclear war that, that they talk about going, not going on, but they talking about it, that China getting their shit ready just in case type shit, 
that means something's going to end up happening. Right. Anytime they get ready. So, get your survival skills ready. Next question. Uh, should a woman have survival training equal to a man's training? I definitely think, think so. I think um, women should definitely know how to use a firearm and everything. Um, you know, of course, you know, I'm not trying to sound crazy cooking and just survival skills in general. Um, medicine, you mm-hmm. know, natural medicine, or, you know, at least having a first aid kit, knowing how to do stitches, and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So, well, I meant more in, in the sense of, I guess, like uh, fighting styles. Yeah, I think so. I think, what, yeah, most definitely women have to know how to defend herself. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? See, I, I feel like it should be a little different, the, the the training as far as, because women are attacked differently than how men are attacked. Right. You know, so for that reason, I think women should should know how to defend themselves being attacked from the rear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being a, attacked after the person's already in their circle. Right. You know, some guys walk up real close to you and kind of touch on you a little bit. Act like they want to kiss you. They right there in your face. And then the attack happens. You know, right. so you you don't really got time to prepare because this motherfucker already in your face. Right. You know, so I, I feel like they should have training for stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Not just, you know, when you know somebody's about to attack you. You know what I'm saying? So you can get prepared real quick. You know, so I feel like it, it, it should be a little different type of training. However, yes, yeah, still learn the, the training that they, tra- that they train a man, you know, but still have a separate type of training for that reason for women since they are attacked differently right you know ain't no man gonna attack another man like all up in his face like you wanna kiss him I mean maybe but you know generally yeah, that, like, that doesn't happen you know like you basically saying women should probably have more like um like anti-grabs or something right like right you know what I'm saying like if, if a man try to grab close her, her behind buy, up yeah. close I see what you know saying. what I'm saying she know how to grab that wrist and right. twist him around Kinda type like, you know uh, what's that style that um Steven Seagal you oh I, like I know you talk about where he uses your own body weight yeah yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's, it's really not even a fighting style. That's more of a, a, a defense style. Yeah, defense, yeah. You know, but at the same time, you getting jacked up, <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying, by them defending themselves. Right. So it's, that that is good, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to find out the name of that, yeah. you know, but yeah, definitely. You probably find that up, you know, just look up Steven Seagal's right. fighting styles, you know. But yeah, definitely. Um, next question. Should a woman... Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's the same question. <laughs> Next one is, is it harder for a woman to survive with a child, you know, as far as her going through life, whether it's surviving after America's fallen versus, not versus, but are now? Uh, should a woman, it, uh, is it harder for a woman to survive with a child or is it harder for a man to survive with a child? I would think it, is, it would be. I don't think it would be hard for neither one. I think it would be different. Um, yeah, you men, have your... most men aren't really uh, nurturing like that. You know, we're more of, you know, child and fell and then they crying. They'll go see they okay, whatever. Once they see, yeah, you're fine. You're just hurt a little bit. Get up and come on. 
right. you'll be okay. You know, where a mother would say, you know, hold on, let's take care of this right now. You know, I want I want to sit and rest for the child for a minute. You know, and a man would be like, no, nah, we can't rest right now. We need to go. You know, go ahead and wrap the bandage up and let's go. You know, so little stuff like that, I feel, would be a difference. You know, so for the child, the child may say, I'd rather, you know, be with me and my mama, not me and my daddy. Because, right. you know, daddy, like, boom, let's go, let's get it done, so we'll be okay. Where the woman, she's more cautious about her her past. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it it, uh, it would be more hard for the child to survive rather than right. the, the parent, yeah, you know. With the, um, with the dad and the mother. But, however, with the mother, if it's in the point of, you know, America done failed, now you're trying to survive on your own, and a woman has a child, she's more vulnerable now. Right. You know, now, however, to protect her child, she'll do whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. But I think that's the aspect, too. Like, that's why, you know, the black family is very important. Stick together. Have, Stick know, together. And you won't have this question. Woman and child together. You be cool. Right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we're gonna go ahead and do our last question on, on this segment. Uh, last question is What are the three top skills that a woman should have to, to survive, whether it's uh, before America Falls or after? Um, I would definitely say. I mean, you definitely gotta have to, you know, know how to protect yourself. Um, just survival skills, period. I think, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you know, a, a woman should, in, in before America Falls, have just the survival skills of know how to maneuver herself in 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 a world that um puts down black women right you know know how to, to navigate through all these you know snakes and scavengers that's mainly after one thing or don't want to help her succeed you know have those type of skills to navigate through that you know uh also have the, the skills to be able to to provide you know for her family as well right you know um as far as after America files um weapons yeah <laughs> um cooking m- most black females can cook you know pretty right. damn good so uh yeah um construction you yeah. know uh, well, uh, yeah you know how to, to build shelter Right. You know, I always said the three main things that people, anybody, a human being needs for survival is food and water, shelter, and clothing. You know, the, the, the clothing is just, you know, to protect your skin from, you know, whatever, you know, some type of clothing, right. you know. Uh, but, but yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much it. I, I, I feel it's the skills that, you know, a, a woman should have, you know, as, as far as if she's by herself. Like, right. you know, not saying that she was already by herself, but she had her... Her husband or her man with her and their child, and the man dies for whatever reason. Right. You know, now she has to fend for herself, so she should already have those skills. So if she's by herself, she can, you know, carry on, yeah. you know, with no issues, you know, at least with those problems. Right. You know? So, so yeah, uh, 
we are going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with our Do You segment. And uh, before that, I, I want to touch on this too for our, our, our black women. Um, I feel personally that our black women need to be more comfortable with who they are. You know, uh, and let me explain when I, when I say this. I have I have talked to females about this same topic before, and I've, I've gotten kind of the same answer, and I've gotten other answers. And you know, I sometimes I try to not even get a response because I, I want them to kind of soak up my point, you know. So what it is is that black females need to be more comfortable with themselves. You you don't you're not comfortable with your nappy hair as far as it's being coarse and it's not straight, you know, then you get it, you get a uh, fake hair put in, you know, cause you're not comfortable with your natural hair. Then you get fake eyelashes cause you're not comfortable with your eyelashes. Then you get contacts of different color when you're not getting it for sight cause you're not comfortable with your natural brown eyes. You know, then you wear makeup cause you're not comfortable with how your skin is. Then there's fake breasts because you're not comfortable with the size that you are born with. Then you add to your behind to make it bigger than what it already is. And black women's already blessed in that area, <laughs> you know. You know, and then 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 you wear these tight clothes. Not every black woman. Let me say this first. Not every black woman I'm talking to. I'm just talking to the ones that do these things, you know, which is mainly the younger generation. Um, then wear these clothes that is super tight or is uh, is revealing to get attention. Black women, younger generation black women, trust me, you do not have to do that to get attention. You're going to get attention if you wore baggy pants with a baggy shirt, uh, 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 baggy pants with a turtleneck and a stocking cap on. You will still get attention, trust me. You know, you are beautiful black women. There's nothing about you that a man will not like, you know, you don't need to do these things. So let me explain why I say don't do these other things because you gotta know where the history comes from. So back in the day when prostitution was going on, black women wasn't being prostitutes. It was the white women in, in Wild Wild West in the, in, the, in the OK Corrals, in the bars back then. That's where they ran prostitution at. And they discovered the more skin they showed, the more, you know, tight, revealing body parts they showed, they got more money for it. You know, because if, 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 if you even seen in, in the old movies and stuff, in the videos, in, um, not, not videos like music videos, like clips and stuff, they showed the woman when she would pull her dress up and just show one leg, guys would go crazy. So then that led to, let me wear a shorter skirt anyway, and I ain't got to pull it up. I can just walk by and he see my long legs and then I got it. And then that went to shorter. Then they always had all the makeup on. So that's where that came from. So that's why now today's time you have older women will look at the younger women and how they're dressed and call them whores and sluts. That's why that's the first thing people go to because of where it was originated from. So black women, be more proud of who you are. Be proud of your blackness. You look good with afros. Think about it. In, in the 70s, that was the style. Everybody wore afros. And 
They was girlfriends and boyfriends still. People was getting married still. Right, you know what I'm saying? Pam yeah, Pam Greer. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't need to do all that fake stuff to get attention. You don't want a a, a a man or a boy to come and talk to you because of how you look. You know, he should want to talk to you because of what's on your mind. So be more, more, you know, into who you are. Be comfortable with who you are. Yes, yes. You are beautiful, black, intelligent women. You don't need to put on all that makeup to try to look a different way. And and the hair thing, you know, that that straight hair is is imitating white women's hair. You know, our hair, black women's hair is not like that. Getting it all super long and all that weave all the way down your back. You don't need to do that. That's unnecessary. It's too much. Be proud of who you are. Now, I ain't saying... Don't straighten your hair. It's okay to use, you know, the hot comb or whatever to straighten your hair for different styles, black natural styles. That's fine, you know. But that other extra stuff, all them that weaves and all that and wigs and stuff, you don't need to. Beautiful black women, please don't. You don't need to. Be comfortable with who you are. Uh, that's all I got on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely like, you know, like my women. Yeah, natural look. You know, don't need no fake eyelashes. You know, you don't need no makeup. You ain't got to be always dolled up in heels. That's not the only way to look good. You know, it's you. Like I said, you wear pajamas. You gonna look good. You a black woman. You gonna look good. You, you look good now, wherever you are, in your house, chilling, whatever. You look good. Trust me. All right, we gonna take our break and come back with our new you. Alright, we're back with our Do You segment of the show. Our first Do You. Uh, <laughs> do you use one or two rags when you wash? Me, personally, I use two. I have one for my face and body, which uh, I lather up, you know, then I do my face and head first, then I do my body. Then I use my other rag when I wash my behind. Right. You know, I don't want to... I don't so, know, I'm just so self-conscious myself three, about that. Yeah, three of them. Three. Yeah, three rags. No, I got two. I use oh, one okay. rag for my face okay. and body. Okay. And I then but I do my face first, you I know. No. And now I ain't gonna lie, at one point I did do that. I had one for my face, <laughs> yeah, one for my body, one for my ass, you know. But I, I did, you know, change right, that. You know, right. I, I kinda of need one for my face and right. body. Well I mean separate. So but but yeah, that that's what I do. I don't I don't want to use the same one I just wash my ass with, right. you know, because it's been time. You know, I take a shit before I go right. and take my shower, you know, and I don't want to use the same rag that I wash my face, you know. Right. Even I don't care if I'm using soap. Still, you know, it's just still. It just it makes me feel funny, <laughs> you know. So me personally, yes, I use two to wash. Yeah, I'm a I'm a two rag man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy, got to. Two rags. Uh, now, next one is: Do you take showers or you take baths? Uh, I'm more of a shower person. But, okay. But I do like baths here and there. You know, relax. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I, I dig that. I've heard that before. I, I okay. I'm six one, so 
there's really no tub where I can relax and stretch out in. You, you know, gotta get, you gotta get one of those big boys. Yeah, yeah. So you feel like you know, like Tony Montana sitting there. You know. Yeah, the I mean, I've been in jacuzzi before where I can stretch out right. and then yeah, it feel good. Yeah. But as far as like taking a bath, I don't like taking a bath. I yeah. like showers, you know, because yeah. one, I feel like showers you get cleaner. Right. Because when you take a bath, you sitting in the dirt, you just washed off of you. You know, that's my issue with it. Right. You, you sitting in it, you know what I'm saying? You washing off the dirt, rinsing off in the water that you're sitting in. At least when you're taking a shower, you know, as the dirt comes off, it rinses right off immediately, it goes right. right down the drain. So that's why I, I ain't took a bath since I think I was, well, probably about. Maybe five years ago, yeah. I took a bath just to, you know, because people, I, I said, you know what, I want to take a bath and sit in and smoke me a nice one and just relax. And yeah, it was cool, but afterwards I took a shower, you know, so, <laughs> so, I mean, it was okay, but like I said, it's I would just take a shower. Relaxing time. That's, yeah. That's what I mostly do, you know, if I want to chill and relax and meditate, you know, you clear my head. Right. Normally, you know, I take showers more convenient, quicker, faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely quicker too. You know, I mean, with baths, you know, you got to do more. You got to clean the tub when you're done. First, you got to stop the tub up, turn the water on, let it fill up. Right. It may be too hot. You got to add some cold. <laughs> Maybe too cold. You got to add some hot. Then you got to get in. Or you got to put your bubble bath in. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to do that stuff. Then you get done. You got to wash the tub out. Right. You know, it's, to Playing me, it's just more man. You know, the <laughs> ring that you were just sitting in, like ah, ill. <laughs> you know, all right, one more. And do you ever wear shoes with no socks? Man, like you know, maybe once a blue moon, if I'm just running outside getting something out of my car, mailbox or something. But okay, really, and generally, it's just like a gym shoe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once, a, yeah, I normally always have socks, even with sandals. I mean, mm-hmm. we have socks on, unless I'm in like the beach or the pool or something okay. like that, you know. But normally, I always have socks. Okay. Uh, no. I, yeah, I, I agree. Every blue moon, I do. I run out to the car, or I may run down to the store real quick, you know, and right. I just slide my shoe on real quick. Right. But 90% of the time, I have to wear socks. Yeah, it don't even feel right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, and, and it don't matter what I'm wearing, whether it's a sandal, whether it's, it's, it's a gym shoe or dress shoe, I have to wear a sock. I, I see guys sometimes, they have on like a suit. You know, not yeah, a suit like, you know, going to like the church or anything, but like like a, a flashy suit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they, won't, they have dress shoes with no socks. Yeah, I've been saying that a lot. I have tried that before, putting my foot in a dress shoe with no socks. It's just so uncomfortable, you know, just, what the hell? No, I need some socks, you know, and I'm not a big fan of dress socks. They're too thin. They're too thin. It's like having nothing on at all, you know, and you really can't wear, you know, regular athletic socks, you know, with dress shoes, especially not white ones. You know, that looks horrible. Right. So, I mean... Me personally, I, 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 okay, I have the most tenderest feet in the world. I don't even walk outside barefoot. You know, I don't even walk through the house barefoot. I, if I step on anything, I'm gonna fall down like a baby. You know, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I got the most tenderest feet in the world, bro. I, uh, I don't, I don't like stepping step on like nothing. Little, 
toy or Lego or something. Really be Man, I, 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 now I have done it. I have walked yeah. outside. Like I was walking to my car real quick and I stepped on a little pebble Ooh. and yeah, I stopped good. instantly. Yeah. You know, I, and I was pissed too. Oh, I was pissed. I mean, I'm not mad at nobody else, but just the point of, yeah. I done stepped on this, then my foot hurt, you know, even as a kid, you know, you know, like kids running around outside mm-hmm. barefoot all the time. Right. Not me. I couldn't do it. You I had to have those shoes. That one, the one neighbors, all the kids be barefoot. Yeah, just, oh my God, just like, running around, mean? stepping on everything. I've seen kids in, yeah. in Walmart barefoot running around. Crazy. You know, horrible. I seen, yeah, I seen a kid once. They foot was bleeding. Right. You know, they walking around barefoot in in the toy department. You know, I'm just looking like, where is your mama or your daddy at? Foot walking around barefoot and you bleeding. Nineteen forties. Man, goodness. So, that's it for our our do you section of our show. Uh, So we added another new part where we mentioned one black business every episode so this episode comes from uh blossoms florist it is a black business of black floral business that has been around for the past 30 years wow um she has done the the floral part for weddings you know in my family even and you know she's been doing it all over the, the Cincinnati tri-state area. So definitely look her up. It's Blossoms Florist in Cincinnati. It is a black-owned business for the past 30 years. Um, have you heard of it, bro? Nah, that was the first time. Okay. I actually didn't even know it was a black-owned, um, you know, floral mm-hmm. service. Yeah. But yeah. I'd definitely be um, checking them out, you know, probably for Valentine's Day or something. Oh yeah, it's it's over there in Redding right now. That's yeah. where she moved to because she got a, a bigger building right. now. She, when she was in Kenny Heights, it was smaller. Yeah, you know, I mean, but it was still nice, well set up. You right. know, what I'm saying very professional. You know, all her work's always been great. I mean, right. it, it had been. She's been doing it for thirty years. Yeah. You know, so yeah, prices good because I've been there about flowers multiple times. Yeah, you know, stag on the Kroger's. I I heard next. Time. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely over in Redding. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's our little segment for our black business for Around the Corner. Um, Our weekly phrase for this week comes from Swahili. It's a Swahili phrase. It is, when two elephants fight, it is the grass that gets trampled. Mm. So that means like if if two people are having a a problem, a, a fight, a disagreement, whatever, you know, you gotta be mindful of the other people that it may affect. Right. So, like, if, if our black brothers just shoot each other and one of them die, you know, you the one that did the killing has to understand you're going to affect everybody else around that situation. Right. So, his family is affected by it. Your family going to be affected right. by it. If you get caught, if you go to jail, you know, if, if they get you and kill you, you know, or they could be, your family members could be with you and they get killed because they're trying to kill you. Right. You know, so you gotta be mindful of of these different actions when you dealing with altercations. Yeah. You know, it, it's nothing wrong with walking away. You know, if you can't walk away, sit down and talk. Ain't no need to argue. Ain't no need to fight because it can always escalate. Mm-hmm. You got family members. This this problem has led from. 
people just random friends or whatever on the streets to family members do the same thing. Right. You got cousins going to get each other, uh, brothers and sisters going to get get each other as strangers. You know, fighting each other as strangers, smashing their face in. You right. know what I'm saying? I mean, we got to stop that. You know? Unity. Definitely we need unity. Yeah, unity and be on code. I heard this this saying too. And it was one itty bitty snowflake, you know, ain't nothing. You know? Right. But if, if you get all the snowflakes together... You will shut down a city. You know what I'm saying? So together, as a black community, we can be all right. We can end this little racial thing. It goes on because we don't fight back. Protesting and marching does nothing. It's been being done for the longest. Economics. And still, we are fighting for our lives. Still. I'm, I'm going to say something else. Uh, I, 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 thought, I I heard this mentioned from someone else. And it made a lot of sense to me. Um, so, first of all, no disrespect to Rosa Parks. Much respect to her because there's a, another point behind hers. But I'm saying this. Okay. When that situation happened with Rosa Parks, because she sat down and wouldn't move for a white person. And we marched, we protested over that. Some black people died over that situation. Now, explain this to me. Why did we march and protest and made an uproar over because a person because we want to sit on the front of a white bus? When at this same time, black people had their own bus service and we had more buses than white people did at this time. So why did we march and protest and make a big uproar and 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 cause black lives to be lost over a protest and a march to sit on a front seat of a white bus? We had had our own. Why do we need to fight and protest over that? Now, however, her point was why do she need to get up? You know, just to make him just let a white person sit down where he wanted to. You know, I understand that point, but the, the process after that, that's not what we should have been marching for. Not to sit on the front of a, of a white bus when we got our own and we had more than what they had at that time. You know, we, we need to protest and fight over, over being safe, you know, protecting ourselves more, not over things like that. Like I said, I'm not being disrespectful to Rosa Parks at all. Her point was she shouldn't she shouldn't have had to get up. Equal right starts with that, not the point of to sit in a certain spot on a bus. It's all about being equal, being fair. Why do she need to get up? He it, the bus was not packed. From from the stories that they've showed, you know, especially like in the movies and stuff, the bus was not packed. He had other places he, he could have sat. He just chose to mess with her. So she was standing her ground. I don't think he was even about sitting on, on the front of the bus. It was she was standing her ground because he didn't have to. He chose to mess with her. You know, so that was the main issue with that. I think a lot of people get that part confused too. You know, they think it's mostly about sitting on the front of the bus, right. be having equal rights to sit on the front of the bus. It was it was about he messed with her on purpose. 
because she was black and he knew right right there you go mindset back then i'm white and i say so right there you go i want to sit there and you black oh you about to get up boy or girl there you go i'm superior right so you know but i i get the point that you saying Mm -hmm. i i agree with but i think you know they was trying to in segregation but in the you know segregation had its benefits and had its downfalls oh yes oh yes we could talk a whole show about that one man because we had we we was more you know um we was more independent when we were segregated because we had to have our own stuff Yep, and we weren't allowed to go shop at their their stores. Exactly, we had our own stores. So we had our own. We had everything. Right. All types of businesses, all, you know. Yeah, we had banks, we had hospitals. Yeah, all that. We we were self-sufficient. Yeah, 100%. We was almost at the point to do um, trades with other countries. Yeah. Just in Black Wall Street, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. Just that alone. That's why they had to wipe it off the map. We was... Becoming too much of a threat. Yeah. If, if that small black community could be that self-sufficient, think about right. what they all could do together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And 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 the segregation part, you know, I'm going to touch on this real quick, just real short. We had our own businesses because we couldn't shop at theirs. Right. And when segregation ended, desegregation began where we could shop at their place, we stopped shopping at our own. So I understand it was like we was finally able to do something we couldn't do. Right. So then that's why we started shopping at their at their stores. But we stopped shopping at ours and we went out of business. Jedi mind trick. And we still never recovered. And and even though when we went we, we was able to go to a white place, we couldn't even go to the front door still. We still had right. to go out the back. I mean go in into the back. Or be served through the through the yeah, back door right. or whatever. Yeah, deliveries in the back. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So it is you gave up your own to 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 be accepted. Why be accepted? Exactly. Cause you're still not being accepted. You know what I'm saying? Even even though they said okay, even segregation is over, you still not accepted. You know how long it took for us to 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 be really able to vote after they said black people can now vote? They still didn't let us vote. Like in the southern states especially, we still couldn't vote. They would have every excuse they could. You know, you come in there to go ahead and vote. Oh, we closed now. Oh, I'm on break now. Oh, your paperwork not right. Oh, you need to go and redo that. I can't read it. By the time you get your stuff and they say, okay, oh, we closed now. You got to come back tomorrow. Oh, there is no tomorrow. Today was the voting day. See ya. You know what I'm saying? It's always something. You really think they gonna sit here and let you have a say so over their country, but through voting? Come on, man! They killing us for fun on TV. They gonna give us a say so over their country? We always gotta march and protest for this and that. March and protest ain't gonna work. Just like um, we've been saying, like it's it's coming down to economics. Um, Speaking of that, America has given reparations to other people, but not us. Us, exactly. And we're the ones that built this damn country, but we have not got reparations. Japan got reparations for Hiroshima. India's got their reparations. You know, we haven't got anything. There's no even talk about it. Right. 
problem. That's why, you know, I'm a big person on reparations for foundational black Americans. You, my brother, I love you. I don't want no reparations. Leave us alone. Don't give us nothing. Let us be. Because I feel like anytime they give us something, it's going to be something behind it. It's not just going to be, okay, here you go. For us, black people. Right, right. They, they may have gave everybody else their reparations, and they good. You know, I mean, because think about it. Chinatown in New York. You ever been there? Yeah. Bruh, that is their shit. Right. They got buildings with signs that's in Chinese. All right. You know, like just in their own country. You know what I'm saying? And you can't go over there and do no shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't open up a, a yeah. business over there. Yeah, you ain't about to go open up a, like, a Roscoe's whoa, Chicken Waffles over there. They not going to let you do that. Right. You can come shop, spend your money there. You know what I'm right. saying? But that's about it. Man. We definitely got to change our mindset about things. Definitely. I mean, because they give us reparations, bro. There's going to be something else behind that. We are not going to get anything because they feel bad. They don't feel bad. This Black Lives Matter thing, no. They hijacked it. The movement, the Black Matters, the Black Lives Matter movement was funded by a white dude. Yeah, George Soros. <laughs> For profit. Oh yeah, they they make a lot of money. You know, you got a lot of these Silicon Valley companies and stuff um, giving millions and millions of dollars. And ain't nothing going to the black community. It's all front. You know, it's all in his but, pockets. But you know, Black Lives Matter. It's all his agenda. We have to come together and do our own thing. Bottom line. Yeah. One thing we can look into is having African-American reservations. That is something. I think that's the first thing we, we should look into. Yeah, go that route instead of going to the, the U.S. government talking about reparations. They're not going to be able to give us enough for what they have done. It ain't reparations just for slavery. It be reparations for slavery. And everything after that, yeah. you got 400 years worth of murder, yeah. 400 years worth of rape, 400 years of free labor, yeah. 400 years of killing our kids. That's just slavery. Then after that, you got to deal with the segregation part. Then after that, you got to deal with all the, the marching protests that we was doing to get black rights and that the, the black people that was killed during that situation. Right. Then you get the situations up now. All the black people being the killed on national on TV. The war on drugs in, in the 80s and 90s. You know what I'm saying? You got all these different situations. Each one in, in different decades. Right. You know what I'm saying? Different centuries even. You know, it, that right there alone is well over trillions of dollars. Because you got to think about it. You got to give to all the black people that is fully black for one, you know, that has dealt with this situation. That is in your books that is considered to be a U.S. citizen. That's, you know, from families, you know, 
know, that was American slaves in here. When they gave Japan they reparations, it was for one situation. Yeah, was, you know what I'm saying? One issue for, for that they did they to had them. The, what the little concentration camps in the U.S. Right. You know what I'm saying? World War II, and they was probably only in there for a couple years. Right. Just like the Holocaust, you know. And you know, Germans, they gave they yeah. gave their reparations. Right. To the Jewish people. Yeah, they went through not as many years. We was in concentration camps for right. way longer than that. Why don't we get anything? We're not going to. They don't care. They show it today. They don't care. You know? We're not going to get no reparations. Period. If anything, African-American reservations. I say reservations. That's the point of letting us be. I say reservations and some money and a tax break. Full tax break. We don't pay taxes for nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Give us cards where... We buy stuff and, and, and you can scan this card, be taxed out. Yeah. We don't have to pay. Taxes out. Of course, you know, some people probably get mad about that. Oh, well. What you getting mad day, for? You got everything else. At the end of the day, you know, we basically built the foundation for this country for, you know, all the people that came over here. So, all the immigrants and everything. We built the foundation, we built the wealth for this country and you know it's time to pay up it's time to cut that check and um, cut that land cut something you know something something needs to be done change needs to take place first change is unity black people unity need to stop fighting fighting with ourselves you know the old divide and conquer you know they've been doing that for years you know be unified and be on one one goal you know some of these younger generations will say like well these you know the songs say you know I I shoot a nigga you know what I'm saying I bust on a nigga whatever you know use that as metaphorically speaking use that as in the form of protecting yourself from the enemy not literally going on the block and busting on a nigga you know what I'm saying? Use these lyrics for metaphorically speaking to ensure your survival. You know what I'm saying? Against the real true enemy. You know, don't take it as literally that's what they mean. That was the issue that a lot of people didn't understand about Pop. When, when he his music, a lot of people thought that's what he was about, that's what he did, and stuff like that. You know, he told stories of what was going on. Right. You know. He didn't know how to sell drugs. No, he went on in that. You know what I'm saying? He he even said he tried it and it didn't work for him. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? He didn't mess with that. He told stories about the drug dealers. Right. He, the point was he's telling the story so you are aware of what's going on, what we got to deal with because we are not being treated fairly. Right. We're not getting the same opportunities as everybody else is. So this is what we got to turn to to survive. Yeah. That was the point of his music. Mm-hmm. And people get that misconstrued. You know, a lot. They like, well, he was a violent. He was talking about violence. He was talking about killing. He's talking about what's going on. Right. <laughs> so that's about it for me for, for the show, man. I, I, you got something you want to add, bro? I'm yeah, going forever. All, all good points and everything. Yeah, all buddy. So yes, again, uh, we we uh, decided that we're not going to 
take a, a, a three month break or whatever like that through the holidays, whatever. We're going to have our uh, Halloween special and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and all that. Then we will take a month break after New Year's to divide from season one to season two. Uh, so we thank y'all for, for listening, rocking with us and everything. Really appreciate that. Uh, like always, you can find us at, uh, you can contact us at xverbalizedpodcastx at gmail.com. You can listen on Spotify, Anchor. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, a little bit on Instagram. Like I said, I don't really get on that for real. Um, but, but I have made little posts on there. Verbalize is on there. Of course, you can go to Google search and put in Verbalize Podcast and we are there. Uh, once again, thank y'all for listening. Um, be on the lookout for our uh, next episode. We haven't even talked about what our next episode will be, so it may be a surprise for everybody, but pl- yeah. trust and believe it will be very uplifting and informative to our black people in, in, the, in, in our black community. And that, that is the point for this. You know, we, we come at y'all straight, be honest, you know, and try to uplift and, and be very informative. You know, um, again, we don't edit what we record. That is, that is what is being put out. Say is what we mean. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, thank y'all again for listening. Um, that's it, bro. Yeah, appreciate everybody tuning in. You know, be safe, be blessed out here. And once again, this has been verbalized. I thank y'all again for listening.